Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. Welcome, everyone. We have podcast number 59 on the Flow Show. Friend of mine and a also avid poker player, professional football Star, I mean, you are. You're a star. You're a professional football player. Very cool. Mustafa El-Kabir, how are you doing, Mustafa? I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Great to uh, that we finally do this. I know we, we've met in Las Vegas. You come in the summers, uh, several summers you've been there, and we've we've hung out. I know you've played a few tournaments, but also you enjoy PLO. Um, yeah. tell me, how, me, how much uh, – give us a little – before we dive into your, your whole soccer and football career, um, how – how much poker, when did you start going to Vegas? How, how many World Series have you gone to? Oh, I would say five or six. Um, 2011, 2012. One of those summers was the first uh, summer. I, I, would, I would say uh, 2012 was the first summer. I didn't play any, uh, any uh, poker tournaments, though. Uh, it was more like a yeah, like a tourist uh, visit. Cash game, maybe just hop in. You're at a casino, sit down a bit. Uh, I played more like a casino. I didn't even play uh, that much of uh, poker, to be honest. What's your, what's your casino game? What's your what's the game that you kind of if you're just going to have some fun, a couple of drinks, and, and relax? What do you like? To uh, I like to play uh, blackjack. Blackjack. Blackjack is one of uh, one of the favorites. I can tell, like you're you, just like your PLO. You know, you want you want the you like the fast action. You know, the real yeah, yeah. wow. You want to get in and you like to you like to see some cards, have some fun. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll talk about some poker and stuff later. But uh, give us a little bit of a, a background. You're, you're born in Morocco, but I see you you moved to I believe Holland right away after you were born. So tell me a little bit about your your upbringing where and, and where you were raised. I'm uh, I'm I'm raised in uh, in Holland, Amsterdam. I lived there for uh, like uh, 20 years, roughly, and then I moved to Sweden. I, I changed club uh, when I moved to Sweden. I went to play uh, soccer in Sweden, so I moved there. I uh, spent there like uh, one and a half year before I moved to Italy. From Italy, I moved back to um, back to Sweden. Uh, from Sweden, I moved uh, to Saudi Arabia. Played wow. there for six months. Uh, from Saudi Arabia, I moved to Turkey. Played there for uh, in a total of uh, four years, four and a half years. Um, in between there, I, uh, I I played six months in uh, in Japan. Japan, and, yeah, man. Well, how was that? It was amazing, amazing. Really, I have nothing but uh, positive uh, things to say about the country, about the people, about their manners. It's a totally different world, man. Let, let me let me let me rewind a bit because I, I do. You know, I'm looking your Wikipedia, and I know we've discussed. You've played for several different clubs. I mean, it's interesting. You're already rattling off different countries. This isn't just like moving from a team in Italy to Italy, like you're jumping around to different continents, you're playing a lot. So you've had a lot of travel experience and, and um, moving, but I want to know about the youth system. Cause it is interesting. You played Ajax, obviously, you know, I, I played football um, as well. American soccer, well, soccer, American football, I'm sorry, European football, the, the world is confusing because most of our guests are in the U S right. So it's your, your professional soccer player. Let's just call it that for the sake exactly. of the viewers. Um, you you were playing on Ajax, which is a one of the powerhouse 
clubs in the world. Uh, obviously, most people know that name, whether or not you follow it closely. How how did that how did that go? So you were playing at a high level in Holland, and then what? You got asked to come, and you actually were in the IX youth system, or, or how did that work? Well, it was actually uh, quite funny. Uh, I uh, I was never see, uh, seen as a as a as a talented uh, prospect or anything like that. I have been scouted earlier in my uh, in my career in Holland. The youth system. Uh, mostly work uh, like this you you get scouted at the early, uh, at the early age uh, mostly from uh, 8 to 10 11 12 13 14 and then you get like um, you get uh, going into the academy and from there on you you basically learn every every step of the way uh, and uh, like like most of the people know who who really know soccer and uh, who are into it uh, ix is uh, have provided one of the biggest uh, or uh, how can i say um youth uh, Youth players. They have one of the best uh, youth systems. Of like they, they raised one of the. They have like one of the most highest rate of uh, own uh, own production. Right. Yeah. To say right. to say it in the right way, their their own uh, homegrown uh, players is one of the biggest uh, and highest rate in uh, in, in the world. Uh, and they, they uh, go all the way to the youth to the full team. They go through the system and then they play within. Exactly. exactly. That's what I tried to say. Right. And uh, so many big players come from uh, from the academy of Ajax. Uh, so many played on uh, such a high level. So tell tell me when. Give it because it is very interesting in the U.S. is starting to do this a bit more. These academies where players go to school, they live. So is it literally like you you live at a place, you go to school, you train, you, you go to classes with the guys or do people do you go no. and come back? No, they uh, they basically uh, pick you up from school. You go to school regularly or where uh, in the area where you live. Uh, they pick you up uh, after school. You get uh, you get off earlier uh, than your uh, teammates or uh, classmates, which was uh, a nice thing. And then um, uh, they uh, they take you to training. You train. You eat after the training. Uh, one or two days in the week, they give you extra lessons because of the lessons that you uh, miss on school, like uh, homework. They help you with your homework. Right. And uh, you know, it's just such a such an incredible. Uh, academy it's uh, so complete and uh, so professional um, and uh, the results uh, shows uh, shows everything so uh, it's 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 well organized and uh, they, uh, after after the training they bring you safely home and uh, yeah that's how it goes very cool so you're with so you're with ix you're training uh with them and, and you're doing that and then at what age did you then move what, what was the next step after you left from there, from the IX. Well, it's a lot of steps in between before I uh, I broke through uh, in the in the on the highest level in uh, in Holland in the Eredivisie. Um, I went uh, when I left Ajax. I had to leave. I, I was like a a, ba- a bad kid to, uh, to say so, and uh, I had to leave. Uh, it had nothing to do with my qualities on the pitch, though. Um, I was being stupid, uh, to be honest, and uh, that's uh, that's totally on me. Not not to go into details, but what you're just talking, just in terms of you're just you're. No, I can go into details. I, we had a nice tournament uh, in in Spain. Uh, we were playing Barcelona, Real Madrid, and we were we were all in the in the same hotel and. Um, 
it's, it's, it's quite funny uh, now with the corona uh, and so on but i had to sneeze and uh, my uh, my teammate was uh, next to me and i sneezed in his newspaper he was reading the newspaper and uh, he got mad and he he uh, got up and uh, started spitting on me and uh, we had a fight there oh wow Wow. So that, that, so that, okay. All right. Yeah. So there's no, I, 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 it was back in the days. I, I would, I would, yeah, you got, you got jokes, things, people are messing around, teammates, you're having, trying to have fun and certain you push buttons and it happens. That kind of stuff does happen. But so you, you, you end up leaving eventually you go, you go out of there and I see a team in 2008, nine NEC. Is this what, what, this is in the Holland? Yeah, this is in Holland. It's in, uh, in a small city in the east side of uh, of the country. Very nice uh, family uh, family um, club. Uh, I had such a nice period there uh, before I before I left. Uh, I mean, it was the first first steps uh, in in the in my professional professional career. You know, it was on the highest level. I got to play my my games there. I played in the Europa League at that time. It was called the UEFA Cup. Uh, so uh, even on a European level, it was uh, it was uh, nice uh, to be part of that team. Um, and was this a was was this a club that what were you playing forward at this time or no? I was play, I was playing left winger. So basically, I was playing attacker I, in the second team before I came up because I played in the second team before I came up. I was uh, I was I was playing striker, but uh, I, I could play any position uh, up front. So they put me on the left uh, left wing. Okay, because okay, so so now you're playing here. Is this a paid contract on this team? NEC? Is this like you signed a, a deal or uh, I, I I signed like it's it's not it's a contract, but it's but it's really not. I was like, um, how do you call it? Um, they pay you because you because you spend your time there, basically. Okay. It, it, it wasn't an official contract. It was uh, like. Uh, you call it man my english became so bad no, I, uh, I i understand i know what you're saying it's uh yeah so you're basically it's almost like a trial or they're paying they're not giving you like a, a set you didn't sign like a it set wasn't a sa- it wasn't a salary they were paying me money but it wasn't a salary it was like uh for your time like an appearance like just sort of just exactly there, but it wasn't like a lucrative contract oh hell no it was like uh, it was like 670 euros uh, and believe me after a week and a half it was gone <laughs> right okay. so but so you're, you're there you're there for 2 years NEC NEC it's the same kind of thing and then you uh, I see that you went to I I'm going to pronounce it wrong but M J A L L B Y Jalbi Melby Melby so where yeah. is that? That's also in Holland or is it Italy? No, that's in Sweden. That's in Sweden. That's the that's the time when I went to Sweden. That was the first time I went to Sweden, and uh, yeah, from there on, my my career went uh, upwards. Uh, I see you had ten goals that season. You logged uh, a ton of minutes, and I'm looking at your stats on the you know, Wikipedia and all other stuff. So you, you you really played a lot, a lot of appearances, uh, yeah. goals. You you you, were, you really kind of took off here. Um, and it was this a paid, this was a paid, they signed you as a, yeah, as a yeah, football. Yeah, you got a yeah. deal. 
I got a deal in uh, NEC as well uh, when I uh, made my first appearance in the in the in the first team. Uh, they immediately wanted to uh, offer me a contract. I signed like a three-year deal, but uh, before that contract ended, uh, we parted ways, and I went to Sweden. And uh, it was also on uh, quite okay. It was an okay uh, okay deal for a guy uh, who's twenty-one. Right. So you get a deal, you're perfect. Now you're, I mean, it's pretty cool. At what point did you realize, you know, when you were maybe in the IXU system, you know, I don't really understand. Um, of course I played growing up and I always wanted to play professionally. I ended up playing in college, but kind of knew right away I wasn't going to play professional. Like once I hit sort of college and I just, it just wasn't, you know, I sort of knew I hit where I was going to go. When did you know that you were going to be able to play as a career because i'm sure every kid you're in the ix2 system professional everyone thinks like you know i can do it or i'm good like when did you know that you were really going to be able to play professionally Oh, but that's that's the funny thing, uh, Jeff. Uh, when I was younger, I, I didn't I didn't really get scouted, while my, my other friends, uh, youth friends, uh, got scouted. You know, and uh, I was just playing uh, in my amateur club and uh, playing like with a- any team that's possible, like under seventeen, under sixteen, under eighteen, any anywhere they uh, they needed a player, I was there. You know, on, on Saturdays and Sundays, it was uh, the days of the of the games, and I was just there hanging around. Hey, anybody need a player? I'm here. I ha- obviously I played in my own team. I played like uh, under 17, but I played with any team, and it, it just uh, made me such a, a, a so much better player uh, than I than I was before. And then I got the opportunity. I don't know who uh, until this day. I don't know who uh, tipped them uh, about me uh, that I, there was a good player and uh, that was making steps. And I, as a 16 year old, I, I started to play in the first team of my uh, amateur club, and it was on quite a uh, high level. And uh, until this day is a, is a question mark for me, whoever uh, fixed that for me. But uh, Ajax invited me. Um, we actually played the uh, American uh, uh, college team uh, in my uh, trial game. Do you remember which team? I don't have a clue. It was a college team. Uh, and uh, I remember I scored two goals in the first half and they took me out directly and said, hey, uh, we've seen enough. That's awesome, but yeah, you were yeah. where was that game? The the college, the U.S. team was over there playing. Yeah, they were they were they were in uh, they were in Amsterdam, yeah. Okay, and so all right, so you, you you signed this deal. What was that like? So what what was the big first moment then? Was it the one when you went to? When you went to Sweden, or was that already the NEC when they signed? No, and NEC, NEC. When I when I made my first uh, first appearance, like in the in the highest league as a, as a professional, that was that was big for me. I shed some tears. Uh, you you wouldn't say that, but uh, I I really did. I was I was so happy, and that was the start of my career. You know. And what, how did your family, everyone feel about you playing the whole way? Were they always supportive? I mean, because as a, I guess as a youth, right, it's good to be on a team, to have structure. It's it's all like normal, right? But then you know, to say I'm going to play professional, it's tricky. It's a tricky. It's it's fun. It's lucrative. It's exciting, but it's hard. And a lot, the average span of a player, you know, it's not a lot of years, and it's it's a little tricky. Was your family like super excited? You're you're playing. Were they like be careful, have other plans, or what did well, they? Once once I became professional, they were. Excited, but before that, it was all but uh, excitement. And uh, to be honest, uh, I mean, uh, I have nothing to lie about. Uh, there wasn't any support at all because. Um, even though I understand the situation back then, you know, we, we are seven kids at home and uh, 
par- uh, my father was uh, the only one working my uh, my fa- my mother took care of the kids and uh, I, I, at that time i didn't understand why there wasn't any support but uh, now that i'm older and uh, i i understand the situation uh, back then i can i can understand why uh, why they had other thoughts they they would like me to go to school and uh, you know uh, my parents are old school uh, either you go to school get a degree and uh, make something out of your life or go work find a job or whatever you know right but uh, once i uh, once i uh, went to to ajax uh, the only thing in my mind was to become a professional football player and um, i can happily say i i had a, an amazing uh, journey until now and i i hope i still have a couple of years to go yeah we, we're going to touch on that i know this last season was um, with the serious injury, which I want to we'll cover and look talk about, because um, yeah, I mean, I think you were saying you had never had a real injury, and then there was a very dramatic. And I saw you sent me the picture actually, and saw it looked like a horror movie, you know, like like the clamp, like the jaws on. Oh, yeah, man. really sick. But we'll we'll get. I mean, that was all the way right, 2019, 2020. We're still you know running through the career. You go to to Sweden. How was that? Was that exciting or scary for you? Was it to move from NEC? to to Majalbi is that right Majalbi or just- yeah, Majalbi. yeah yeah I know it was uh, I I was I was excited you know because I had a, a, a like a revenge feeling like I'm gonna show everybody how good I am because uh, I'm tired of people talking bad about me you know giving me uh, this uh, stamp of a bad kid and uh, and so on uh, I mean uh, earlier earlier uh, in my earlier days when I was uh, even younger I, obviously I made some mistakes in my career I uh, I won't deny that but uh, to give me this uh, stamp of a bad kid uh, I don't think it fits me because I'm not that uh, that uh, bad at all no I know you have a a big heart man I can tell right away we chat and I know you know we we spent some time together and and talk as well and um, yeah it's it's really it is cool it's see it's cool to see you have this long of a career because this is a long career I don't know that I know the NFL the National Football League statistics and some of the NBA averages but I, I imagine it's similar for a professional footballer uh, soccer player, the careers aren't, you know, average is probably three, four, five years. I don't know, right? So, you, I mean, you've, you've been in for, what, 10 plus years more. Yeah, 12 years now, man. Yeah, so it's a long career. I mean, even even if it were to end today, which it, that's not the plan, you still have more yeah. to give, even though you had a serious injury. Uh, was there any times along in the middle or early on where you said, I don't know if this is for me, or was it always like, this is it? I'm Hell no. Hell no. No, no, no. Absolutely not, man. I always wanted I mean, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just, uh, it might sound crazy, but I, I just think I'm such a good player, man. And uh, I, I, w- I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't see myself playing any team. Like any team, uh, obviously it's not uh, realistic in everybody's eyes. But put me in any team, and I I know I can uh, I can handle it. So uh, that's that's how I think about myself, and uh, I, that's how I always thought about myself and about my uh, about my skills and uh, and my uh, qualities. So uh, I I never had any uh, any thoughts along the way that I should give up. I have been in tough spots, man. Really, uh, you know. Sitting at home in the summer, no contract, uh, waiting for clubs, uh, waiting for offers. Um, it, it, it is tough. It, for sure. Yeah. Let me let me ask you a bit about that. How do you work with an agency with a particular person? Do you have someone that chops your stuff, or do you mostly do it your own? Or uh, I, I've I've had my uh, my I, I've had an agent for like five uh, six 
six years, the same agent, and then I broke up with him uh, a year ago or something. And I did my, my last deal. I did myself. My last two deals, I did it myself. Uh, I, I've be, I've been in the game so long, you know. I, I basically know uh, everything how it goes down. So uh, I didn't really need any help uh, with it. And I have my lawyer. I have my lawyer who uh, do my paperwork, uh, who I who I uh, always can reach out to. So uh, it it wasn't that uh, that hard. Right. Yeah. It's uh, so that's cool. I mean, you get some experience on that side as well. Is that something that would interest you to be an agent or to, to be in like after your career? Cause you're, you're 31, 32, 32 in October. Yeah, so almost 32, even say you play two, three, four more years. Um, what, what do you see after football? What would be something you'd want to do or be? Oh, absolutely. That would be uh, being a, a football agent, a soccer agent. Uh, I mean, I've been in a lot of places, worked a lot uh, with uh, with many people, and worked very well with a lot of people, uh, which can help me in my uh, in my future. You know, so uh, that's really one of the things that I'm thinking about uh, being a football agent. I mean, football has been my life uh, uh, for the past 20 years, so. Uh, why not make uh, make it the rest of my life of it? Right, and you love you, you. You seem to really love people. Your high energy, you know. You love the. It seems that it fits your your profile. That that would be cool. To, a good way to uh, to continue on in the in the sport. So let's talk a little more. You're at this about the career. You're in Sweden. You're at this team. It looks like your career sort of takes off. I see. Now you have ten goals that first season there in Sweden. You're doing well. Um, the next the next. Uh, Next season you're there as well, but then you go to uh, Cagliari, if I'm pronouncing it right. But I've not, yeah. I know the club. It's in Italy. It's one of. It's in the. Is that Syria? The Syria. Yes, Syria. Yeah. Highest, I mean, you're at well, the highest division, highest in the world. Highest. How was that to get to go? You were on loan for them or what? Because that's pretty crazy, right? Like that's, yeah. a, that's a big. That's a Sweden, Holland. These are all great, but this is like you know Syria, Bundesliga, Premier League. These are this is the highest level there is. Yeah, well, it it was a uh, kind of funny, you know, how that deal went uh, on because uh, I thought they were taking me uh, permanently, like um, on a on a four year deal. I thought I signed a four year deal. Uh, eventually, it sh- it showed that uh, it was a loan with an option, uh, which I basically didn't know. Uh, it was an it was an in- Italian agent involved, and uh, it was all a little bit uh, unclear. Anyway, I, I I got there. I had an amazing time. I learned a new language, which I until today uh, still uh, still know. I I made some new friends for life. I still have uh, really good contact with uh, with uh, Raja Nangolan, who's playing uh, in Cagliari right now. He's on loan from uh, from Inter. Uh, is one of my uh, best friends in football, and uh, yeah, I, I had an amazing start. You know, I I, you I got your some... first game there, right? Didn't you score yeah. the first game? Was that against yeah. Roma or who? Yeah, it was against Roma. I I I, uh, I was stopped in like five minutes before the end and, and scored the the second goal, winning two one uh, against Roma away. That I couldn't I couldn't dream of a better start, man. Uh, in the Serie A, it was crazy. It was so wow. crazy. 
That's that's pretty exciting. I mean, that, those are the things, right? You'll, I mean, look back on to say you played Serie A, scored game-winning goals with Roma. That's that's like those are the things you can't take away, right? That's like all. No, the- nobody, no, nobody will ever uh, take that away from me. And that's also one of the things that I have in my mind. You know, in my mind, uh, if I can score against Roma, I can score against everybody, and that's for uh, that will sit for always in my mind. That's that's pretty exciting. So you do go there. You you thought it was going to be a, a multiple year deal. It did, for whatever reason, you're there. You're there for the season. You have a good time, and then you go to a club called Hocken. Is that right? Where is that? Hocken. It's it's in the place where I where I live now. It's in Gothenburg. Uh, very nice, very nice club. Very well organized. Uh, I had the, I had the, like one of the best periods of my career there. Uh, scoring uh, a lot of goals, g- uh, getting to Europe, uh, to the Europa League with the team, and uh, it was it was crazy. And and so how so you do move there? I see. Also, you scored. You had you had the most goals. Twelve your first season there. Ton of minutes playing playing a ton. What uh what clicked and and how did you get how there specifically? How did they contact you? Or why, what what do you think was the reason why? That club versus all the other clubs. What made you go there? Um, I could choose between the the, the champions uh, of Sweden, Malmo, and I could uh, and, uh, and 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 Hecken and um, uh, my my, uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, my, my wife now, uh, was living in Gothenburg. Uh, oh, wow. so, so in 2013, so seven years now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh no, I met I met her in 2010 when I uh, in my first year in Sweden. Okay. So it's been a, it's been a long time uh, you, now. You have two children or Yeah, I have two daughters. Uh, one is uh, almost 6 and uh, the, uh, the youngest one is uh, 1 year one and a half almost. Awesome. Yeah, so, it's a fun age. I know one year yeah, one year this uh, week. It's it's a very it's cool, man. Their kids are it's, great. It's crazy. It, it lightens my day. You see, I get a big smile by, only by uh, talking yeah. about it. Do you want more uh, to your number? Or do you think would you like to have more? I, I I would want to have a a boy, but my wife isn't really uh, looking forward to having another kid. So I I might try it again in a couple of years. Let the, okay. let the other kids grow first, and we we'll see right. we'll see then. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so I could choose between those those clubs, and uh, to be honest, the the, the offer of uh, Hecken was uh, way better than uh, than Malmo. So, uh, uh, and then I had a meeting with the with the coach uh, who really wanted me. And you know, you want you want that feeling that uh, that the coach really wants you, that a club really wants you, and they showed it both uh, by coach and uh, and their proposal. Uh, so it was a easy choice for me, and uh, with that, uh, we were living in the city where uh, where my wife have her whole family and uh, friends. So it was uh, it was it was it was uh, it was it was good for us all. That's awesome. That that that's nice when that stuff comes together. So now that's where you are actually at the moment. But you you play there, 2013, 2014, and then is this when you went to Saudi Arabia, Al Al What's that about? Where did how's that? How did that fit into that question? Al Ahli. Yeah. Well. I got I scored a lot of goals and uh, I played I played so well that like it was one of the b- best uh, periods in my in my career uh, like I said and uh, I got I got offers I uh, I could actually go to China uh, it was between China and uh, and Saudi Arabia honestly because. Uh, those were the offers where I could earn the most money, and 
um, there's a lot of players who say, yeah, I don't play for money. Well, I do. Yeah, it's like it's like tournament poker or or, or uh, cash games. Like, yeah, listen, you have a poker player. I want to make the most money. Like, there's exactly time you have to. You know, it's not everything, but it's that's like a driving force during the prime of your career. You got to go where you think exactly. You I mean, I'm, I mean, uh, that, that's that, that's how it works, you know. And uh, uh, a lot of players don't like to talk about money. I, I don't really care. Uh, and they, uh, most of them, say, yeah, no, I don't play for money. I want success. I want this i want that well i want success as well but i want money as well i don't want to work after my career and uh, or i will work after my career but i want to be i want my children to be safe uh, after my career right so, yeah. uh, so, so you get offered by this club you go there and what happened how was it like what was uh, give me give me a little bit of a Give me a little bit of perspective on the different countries and quality and leagues like obviously bundesliga uh, Syria in Italy, the top club or top level where you were there with um, one of the, you know, Pegliari, you were in that, that domain. Um, so I'm not as familiar with Sweden. I know they have obviously, you know, MLS, right? USA, they have, yeah. their, it's gotten a lot more powerful. It's becoming better. Pro, people are starting to go there. I know we talked as well. That's something you're inter- entertaining maybe to try to get play in there as well. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a real option, but how do those, how does a Saudi Arabian league, how does a Sweden league, Turkey, how do these countries, their top divisions kind of compare to like the MLS for say, are they paying players more? Is it, uh, I know for a fact that uh, in uh, in Turkey they are paying way more uh, than uh, in the U.S. Uh, right. because everything is uh, net. Uh, the clubs uh, pay the taxes, so uh, everything the player gets is uh, is like net money. Uh, you don't have to pay any taxes over that. And then uh, Sweden is like totally different. You know, uh, the, in Sweden you earn much less money than in uh, in the MLS. Uh, the MLS, though, you know, it makes it a little bit dif- uh, different because of the salary caps they have. You know, in, in Sweden, there is no salary cap, so one particular player can earn a lot of money, uh, right. but it have to be like a special player. Give me, uh, give, me, give, me a, give me an idea if you if if you can, like the so the MLS. I I've, I'm not sure now. I've heard numbers, you know, but they they do these farewell kind of contracts, right? Like Thierry Henry. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, so they're bringing these like monster stars, and they kind of still pay them big, and they yeah. have, like, that's like outliers. But what is uh, Sweden or Saudi Arabia or China? What are like a top top level? Like what can what can the most the high the highest paid player on a team make? Oh well, in uh, in Sweden, it, it probably is like uh, twenty five thousand uh, dollars a month gross. Okay. I don't see anybody who earn more than that in Sweden. But uh, they they pro- if it's a good player they probably have uh, had a nice sign on of uh, 3 2 3 4 500,000 uh, dollars. Right. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, that makes that, sense. That, that's that's Sweden and in China, yeah, China is a different world, you know. They they pay uh, sick money. They they pay they pay, they pay whatever a player wants. I mean, right. if if it's a player they want, uh, they pay whatever they want uh, for him. It's like, kind of like the NBA as well. Stephen Marbury or some guys, like they bring NBA guys over as well. There's some players that go there kind of at the end or you now just big names and they'll pay them. Yeah, I've heard crazy numbers. So that's oh, yeah. a different world. Oh, yeah, I believe that immediately. Yeah. And uh, in Saudi Arabia, it's the same. Uh, but it's, it's like uh, the, for, the foreign players earn, earn a lot of money there. 
uh, at the time that I was playing there, you could only have three, uh, three foreign players. So it made me uh, even more valuable. That's the reason why I got that big, uh, big contract there. Which one and was that? Which which country? In Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Yeah, so how how was that? Was that a big shock to you? Had you ever been there before? You just like went there, showed up. Oh, and- oh no, I, I'm Moroccan, you know. So uh, the Arabic uh, culture, we have it at home. Uh, and when I w- when mm-hmm. I went there, to be honest, I was in shock because of the 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 view that we have in the Western world of Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia. Right. Uh, it might sound controversial, but uh, it's a beautiful country. And I, I lived there in peace, and I, I didn't see any uh, any weird things or uh, or negative things that uh, is brought up in the media and stuff like that. You know, right. I know it's it's a sensitive subject uh, for for a lot of people, but uh yeah. that, that's that's my experience there and uh that's, it was it, it was an amazing time and it, that, it, it was good weather yeah that's you know that's interesting you say that because it's similar to russia i was just in russia last month right before the coronavirus sort of the last uh you know the place of traveling i've always had these predetermined uh perception of russia just like it's cold the people aren't friendly these type of things in general, that's sort of how like we're programmed in the U S and just in general, like different countries, you sort of have your stereotypes on, but you know, I had a great exactly. time. The food was great. World-class facilities, like very impressed service. Everything was very good. And that's, you know, same like you're mentioning, there's a lot of like, you see media or little bits and pieces, and then you kind of think, Oh, this is a strange place or you can't do this. And it's like, exactly. whatever, but really you get there and it's just like normal. Like things are nice. No, it's amazing. The yeah. people, the people are so nice, man. And you know, I, I was playing for a big club, you know? So, uh, if I go to the mall, a lot of people come and want to take a picture yeah. and say yeah. hello, but they, but they, they were so nice, you know, so nice people are so polite and, uh, it was totally a different view of uh, what the, the the media and and, and the Western world uh, really uh, have right. about Saudi Arabia. And and give me give me uh, if you will, just kind of we'll talk about some of these other clubs because you played in other countries, but just kind of run through NEC, um, Maljbay, Cagliari, and these Al Ali. Like, what kind of stadium? What kind of capacities do these these clubs have? Like, give people perspective on the, the amount of uh, fans that are coming. Well, uh, in Sweden, it, it isn't that that big. Uh, I mean, there are there are big clubs. I think Malmo have twenty two thousand, twenty four thousand. Um, uh, Aik have like forty thousand. They have the biggest stadium in uh, in Sweden, but it's it's ne- almost never filled. Uh, Hammarby and uh, Djurgården, they have. Um, like thirty three thousand. That those those the, those stadiums are nice. Uh, it's a nice atmosphere to play. But there there are so many small clubs uh, that have two, three, four thousand people watching uh, when they have their. What does Hacken have, for example? Oh, Hacken Hacken is one of the small clubs who have like two, three thousand, uh, four thousand at max. But is it? But they're generally pretty full, passionate. It's like a hometown. Yeah, club. yeah, yeah. They have, they have a they have built a new stadium that fits perfectly uh, for the club. Uh, right. It's small. It's nice. It's tight. It's it's close to the pitch. So uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So a wide wide range though. Some of these you know different different clubs and, and sizes, but the leagues are. I, I I I played in Turkey. I play I play uh, in big stadiums, fifty five thousand. I played Galatasaray away full stadium, uh, like one uh, one game before they became champion, fifty five thousand. You can't hear 
I've been, I've been to a, a Galatasaray game. I went with actually Antonio Esfandiari. We went over some of our Turkish friends, and and then we went to a game. I, it's so crazy there. They don't let away fans. Certain games they won't let the yeah yeah the it, other it, team it, into the stadium because it's too crazy. Like they just it's, you know, it's risk. It's yeah, too yeah. high risk. You can't wear like the wrong. Yeah, exactly, man. It's so so uh, passionate. So yeah, tell me after you leave Saudi Arabia, is that where you went to a club in Turkey? Is this Gen? Yeah. How do you pronounce this yeah. one? Genshler B League. Yeah, I'm not going to try that. I, one. I, I had some problems with it as well in the beginning. You know, uh, that's actually where I had my absolute best best period in my career. Yeah, I see yeah. the minutes played were the most by far uh, in these seasons, and you know, some good success and goals and big big. It seemed like yeah, your numbers. Crazy. I, I, I had a crazy crazy time there, man. I was I was I was so I was so good. I. I Actually, when I when I look back the footage, I um I think of myself being able to play so much higher than 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 that level that I that I played at. But how, it is what it is, you know. How, how many? How many? Uh, what kind of stadium do they have? What kind of capacity? Oh, they have a new stadium now as well. Uh, Twenty five thousand. Oh wow! So it's, that, it's this is the team when you played here. This is where you guys—they were in the league with Galatasaray, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. You're playing the top Turkish teams. This, 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 I, and, and I scored against all of them every season. Awesome. Every amazing. season. Yeah, I, I got to. Uh, Man, I got. I got to. I've seen some footage. I've seen some good stuff. You got to send me like your highlight reel, man. I, I want to play it on uh, on Twitch uh, and, and show some stuff, man. We got. I will. I will. Send me the links. Um, all right, so you're cr- you're you playing, you're you're traveling, and then what about Japan? Where does Japan fit into this? Uh, it's a funny story, you know, because uh, the coach that that I had uh, in Italy uh, became the coach in Japan, and the sportive director uh, director who brought me to Italy, he became the sportive director in Japan. So he called me, he said, uh, "Do you want to come to us? Uh, we're interested. We need a striker, and so on." And uh, you can earn good money. It's a nice place, good facility, good stadium, good fans. Uh, it's a, it was a small small city, so uh, he explained everything, and I was like, uh, "Hell yeah! If the coach wants uh, and and the, and the contract is good, why not?" So we made, sorry, what year? When was this? When did you go there? Two thousand fifteen. Oh, so this was. In between, when you were in the Turkey, no, six, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. After, after Turkey, after this, this after after Genslibiliga, I went to uh, I went to uh, to is Japan. That then the the uh, is that Sagan Tosu? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and how did that go? How was it there? Uh, well, it, it it was crazy. I mean, uh, I was at the other side of the world and uh, new culture, new new language, new people. Uh, but uh, but such a nice uh, such a nice environment, uh, such a nice experience. Uh, I was there like six months. I had a big contract. Uh, at the uh, at the time that I was gonna leave, my family was in Sweden, so they weren't with me all the time uh, in in Japan. And then I got, then I got an offer in Turkey, uh, closely for the same uh, same amount of money. Uh, so and Antalya Sport, yeah, Antalya Sport, Antalya Sport. Yeah, so that also did it. That's also with Galatasaray in the top Turkish league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you, so then you you move. So you're in Japan for six months or so, and then six months, and then I left uh, because I was closer to home. You know, uh, Turkey is for us uh, here in Sweden. It's around the corner. Uh, basically, it's a three hour flight. So um, yeah, I went there, and we had a good team. Uh, I was playing with uh, with Eto Samuel Eto, who played uh, in Barcelona, Inter Milan, and. And all the big teams, you know, uh, it was a nice, nice experience. Nice, uh, it was a nice time. And then we got tangled up in uh, in some uh, financial financial issues uh, at the club. The president left, and uh, I left the club, and so on. Uh, I, to- I told you before I had a dispute with them, and uh, now it's uh, now it's almost done. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's a well. I, I don't. That might be private, but it was a big, a big. Uh, it was a, a big sort of situation that did some paperwork and lawyers had to get involved, and, and it is being situated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's almost done now. Now uh, Corona put a hold on everything, but uh, it will be over soon. But that's that's not where my focus is at the moment. You know, uh, I just want to get get back on the pitch. Yeah, so so let's just kind of go through again to wind out the career. Then you, you're there, you're playing at this high level again, and and you're at, at the top uh, Turkish, which is a, it's a passionate. You know, what, where would you rank Turkey football with? You know, the the top four, right? It's Bundesliga, Champions, yeah, Serie absolutely, absolutely. But then, I mean, these other countries, like, where does the MLS rank versus Turkey, Sweden, and this type of level of play? Would you say? Uh, in level, uh, I'm, uh, like the the best players in the MLS, uh, or the best, I would say the best teams in the MLS uh, would uh, would beat the, the 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 top teams in Sweden. I would guess. Right. Uh, the MLS don't don't stand a chance against Turkish uh, top teams. Right, because I mean, talking- obviously, obviously, there's uh, there's uh, levels in levels, like uh, in the Turkish, even in Turkish league, there are bad teams, good teams, middle teams. But if you take the top teams against top teams, uh, they're, they're, they don't they don't stand a chance. Yeah, and the MLS again is obviously getting stronger because they're absolutely the, the older the players kind of out their careers that are very world class and bringing them. So like the levels are gonna gonna shift, but but. Yeah, that's that's a good perspective. I mean, Turkish is a high level, and obviously, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've won. I think they've won the Champions League, or they've been fine. You know, they've been deep. I mean, they're one of the premier clubs in the world generally uh, as yeah. well. So it's, that's that's pretty cool. That yeah, you're battling with those guys, and then you go back to Hacking, which is the area you're in now. And so you went back for a season there. No, it was it wasn't for a season. It was like a, a ten game stretch because of the 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 Swedish season is a uh, is a. Um, um, winter summer uh, uh, league. No, yeah. In in Europe, we start in uh, in September. In uh, in Sweden, they start in uh, in uh, May. Okay, so there's some over like so, uh, they're overlapping each other, and uh, so I could I could have this uh, loan uh, loan period for ten games uh, to Hecken. I played there f- just a small uh, small small period of time, and then I, I went back to Turkey again. Uh, I got a new offer by uh, Ankara Gucci. Yeah, I remember. I think that's sort of when we were maybe that summer we were chatting. Uh, yeah, we were in Vegas, and you were telling about that. So again, another it's another it's a top team and. 
Turkey, another top. top. It was. It's. It's a very, very big uh, historical team uh, that has been falling down with debts and uh, and uh, bad management and stuff like that. But which is in the highest uh, highest uh, league again? Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. It's a club with very, very big fans, very passionate fans, uh, crazy fans. And how? How? Uh, again, so similar, big. Um, how many teams are in the top? Because it's like Premiership's twenty. The MLS has uh, eighteen. 18 teams are in the, yeah. the same kind of thing. There's a relegation, like the top two or three teams. Uh, the down. the last three teams go down. And uh, from the second league, uh, two, two go up immediately and uh, four teams play for one playoff. Right. That's one playoff right. spot. Okay, very cool. And uh, my dad's actually in the chat. My uh, Richard Gross, what's going on, Dad? Good, good to see you uh, checking this out. I know he was very interested about. He loves poker and he loves soccer. Those are two of his favorite things. So this is he didn't want to miss this. He's asking, is there a big yeah? Hello, is there a big mental part to your preparation? Because uh, like, talk to me about game day, for example. Are you do you meditate? Do you know do you, do you have a routine? Do, like, how do you eat? No, I'm big. Uh, I am. I, I. I usually. Um, I usually before the game we go. Uh, we we stay one day before the game. We stay in a hotel with the whole team. Yeah. Uh, so you eat together. You chill together. I have my PlayStation uh, often with me. Play games together. You go to sleep in the morning. You eat uh, breakfast. And then when it comes closer to the game, you start to get the the tension in your body. You know, uh, it's getting you're getting excited. You go in the, into the changing room. I put my headphones on. I put some uh, nice music. I have a playlist uh, that I play before the games. I pray before I go into onto the pitch. May God protect us and help us. You go in, you get the uh, the, the butterflies in your uh, stomach, and once uh, the whistle blows, uh, everything is is gone. You're just into the game, you know. You just focus. I, it's basically just music. Uh, I listen to music uh, in, in my preparation. Uh, so, do you have? Do you ever have a hard time sleeping? Like the night before a game, you get so excited, or kind of like you just just sort of relax and wake up, and it is. Because I remember always playing and being very excited before like a big game. No, I, I had it. I had it when I was younger, uh, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, since playing professional, no, I, I have problems sleeping after the game because the the adrenaline is still in my body, you know. And uh, right. thinking about plays or chances or exactly assists or like you know how it all went down, yeah. Yeah. So uh, mostly after the game, I don't sleep until four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're definitely a bit of a night owl. I know we've been we've been chatting recently too, and and uh, yeah. you're pretty late. Um, how much time do you take off each year to recharge your batteries? Like when a season ends, do you are you training a bit every day or doing some exercise, or do you take like time off completely? No, it's it's also a part. Of, I think it's a, it's a part that could have helped my career even more if I would uh, take care of my body more during the summer. But, uh, I mean, you, you basically destroy your whole body, uh, the whole, the whole uh, season, you know, you go all in, you do everything. And then when you have uh, vacation, you just want to enjoy, enjoy life, you know, and, uh, just, uh, take, uh, take off some time and, uh, and enjoy. So and I don't do anything, uh, during, uh, during the break. And then, before a couple of weeks before the break starts, I go all in and start 
the the professional routines with extra training, eating right, sleeping right, and getting in shape before the preseason starts, so we so we don't get injured. Right, and 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 how did Las Vegas come into part of your 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 routine in poker? How did that? You know, give me like a typical summer, like the last three or four summers. What what's a what's a vacation? You go to the U.S., you hit L.A., you hit. Um, Vegas, Miami. What, what are your stops in the U.S. or places you go? Um, uh, I used to go to Miami first. Um, uh, stay in Miami for like a week. Uh, one of the one of the years we took a cruise ship. Uh, me and my family. We took a cruise ship uh, uh, to uh, Mexico, Jamaica, and Haiti. I think. Um, then we uh, flew uh, from Miami to uh, to Vegas, and uh, one uh, the other the last two years that I've been there uh, in Vegas, uh, we went to LA first. We stayed in LA for like a week, and then uh, we had a like a, a road trip. Uh, we uh, we rented the car and uh, drove from LA to um, to Vegas. And and how did you get into poker? Because I know you love PLO in particular. Like what? Dream oh yeah. Was- well, I, my PLO PLO came became uh, like a um, thing uh, later on. I have been pl- uh, playing poker for a really really long time. I'm still not good at it, but but uh, uh, no, I've been playing like uh, what, ten plus years. No limit hold'em then, uh, right. but. Uh, maybe three three four years i started to play uh, plo uh, it's a lot of action i'm uh, i'm uh, i'm kind of an action guy and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, i started to love it more and more than uh, than than no limit hold them i like yeah. i like i still like to play uh, no limit hold them uh, tournaments though tournaments are fun right it's like i that's how i feel tournaments for poker no limit hold them makes more sense but plo um, cash seems to be more fun. That's kind of like exactly. the, the, the balance I like as well. Um, we had a question in the chat here. If you were given a choice to see a classic, which one would you choose and why? Boca Juniors versus River Plate, Real Madrid versus Barcelona, Liverpool versus Manchester United, uh, Milan versus Inter, Marseille versus Paris Saint Germain, or Flamingo versus Flu Menez. Which is your which which battle would you like to see the most out of those? Uh, if not any of those what would be your personal one but out of that list what do you pick oh no I, I, I'll i take uh, Barcelona Real Madrid anytime yeah that's some high anytime. level yeah 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 I'm uh, I'm crazy about Barcelona so uh, I would take that game any, any time of the week who do you pick? Uh, it's some, there's some a lot of questions in the in the Twitter, which we do have a $55 ticket giveaway. If you guys want to go over and take a look, because once we're done chatting here, we're gonna go through a lot of these. But there's a lot of questions about you know Ronaldo, Messi, that debate. Who who do you believe is like? Where would you rank those guys on the list? Like, is it is it if you choose one, and also maybe give me the top three, top five all time like players in the game that you think are just you know give me, give me Ronaldo or Messi? Who do you choose? So you could play with on their team. Well, it's not I, for me. It's not even a question because for me, Messi is like maybe two levels higher than 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 Ronaldo, and that's that's my personal opinion. 
I, I mean, not everybody have to agree with me. I mean, I mean, for me, LeBron is is the greatest of all time as well. So, uh, a lot of people will think I'm crazy and say that it's Michael Jordan. But for me, Messi is the absolute, absolute by far uh, best player ever. The things that he does with the ball, that the, how much he makes his teammates better. Uh, he doesn't only score goals; he assists goals. He's happy for his teammates. You can't always say that about Ronaldo, but he's a, he's an absolute absolute machine. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's fair. I mean, again, it's like, that's for me, it's interesting because you hear this debate and the going back and forth, but it's, yeah, you live it, right. It's your industry. You kind of, you, you, you pick up on the little things, the technicalities, the differences, the off the ball, like you said, the pet, you know, make exactly. a lot, but obviously Ronaldo's a, you know, absolutely our animal as well. Um, absolutely. Uh, Matteo Mata also asking your, your experience in Keg Liari, you scored in your debut in Rome. Then you had some physical problems. Did you have, you had some, uh, did you ever have injuries in your career until this? We'll talk about the latest, you know, serious injury, but did you ever have um, sort of issues or any type of uh, physical ailments or things that happened during your, your times playing professionally or was it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually, uh, that's actually the reason why I played. So, uh, so, uh, only, only seven games in, in Italy. Uh, I had, uh, I had hamstring problems uh, and it came back, uh, in the same place like three times and I was off like, uh, two, two months, two and a half months, uh, each time. So I, I basically missed the whole season, uh, because of the injury. Uh, if I wouldn't, if I wouldn't be injured, I would, I would say that I would uh, continue there at that moment. Right. But uh, yeah, it's it's things that you don't really have control over. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, you can you can prepare yourself as uh, as good as you can uh, to not get injured. But uh, as you as you saw, you know, uh, my latest injury. Uh, it has nothing to do with preparation or uh, or being physical uh, strong or or not. Yeah, tell me. Let's 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 cover. This is sort of uh, again. You went to this club in 2018-19. Now, what what was Colmar? That says A L L. That's the competition. What's that? What league is that? Uh, uh, it's also Sweden. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah, send back in. So you're yeah. there, Colmar, and then Riseport. You come to Rise. Risa, Risa sport. Risa sport. Yeah. That's yeah. I'll let you do the pronunciations. That that's also in Turkey. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's in Turkey, and it was uh, the coach that I had in Ankara Gucci went there, and he brought me with him because okay. I, I had uh, I performed really well under him, and I knew his system and uh, the way he uh, wanted to play. So it was um, yeah, it was uh, it was an easy uh, easy thing. Yeah, so you go there, and uh, not long into the season, I know if we're going to follow you on on Instagram, and we keep in touch as well. You know, we were looking here. Uh, I don't know if you had, you actually you had another you had an Instagram incident, right, where someone yeah. did that nonsense and your pictures got uh, taken down, so you basically had to re restart your account or, or yeah. post it. So I don't, but you did have a very serious injury and how tell me about what happened there and, and how many games into the season it was uh it was the second game into the season and 
and we started off really well. We won the first game. Uh, I had an assist on the goal. Uh, I was in good form. Even the preseason scored a lot of goals. Uh, it was like uh, I was feeling strong, you know. I was feeling feeling real good, uh, ready for the season. And then the second game, um, the ball got in front of us, and uh, me and the defender got in a, in a sprint duel. And uh, he came. He came. I was going straight and he came from the side and the ball was in front of us and he tackled me and he basically, yeah. Scissored, scissored you, yeah. Sizz, scissored me and uh, my foot got stuck in the, in the grass and he uh, ended up with his uh, whole body weight on my, uh, on my uh, leg and broke my leg. He was a, a massive guy as well. The picture is uh, very scary. You know, it looks like a, just a nightmare. I mean, did, is it, do you, did, looking back on it, it's like any play, any situation, the ball's going, people are moving fast. It's intense, but is there anything you would, you think you could have done differently? Do you feel the guy, was he out of line? Could he have maybe not gone as hard? Or do you think he's just, he's playing his, trying to be, you know, aggressive and, 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 and tough or was it uh, was it avoidable or no? Yeah, obviously it was avoidable because it wasn't uh, that uh, dangerous of a situation. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, you, you, uh, everybody plays uh, plays uh, to his abilities, and uh, he might be not able to stop me if he wouldn't do that uh, in that way, like uh, tackling. Um, at the same time, I, I wouldn't think he was tackling me. Uh, to to break my leg on purpose you right. know i do don't think uh, do you know that player did you did you know of him or just i mean you played before or was it no 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 he's playing and what about afterward did, i mean right away you knew it was you could feel you knew it was bad right? oh yeah i know i know it was broken i felt what? it immediately and yeah what, what 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 exactly was broken your leg or which part uh my fibula the fibula and yeah and, uh, what what type of uh recovery time or what what type of what does that mean so you second game of the season basically the season is is um you know this happened how many months ago now uh seven months ago and and how has that recovery process been? Is that is that gone well? Are you fully recovered? What percent are you? I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm physically uh, or uh, how do you call it medically? Medically, yeah. yeah. Medically, fully recovered, uh, but I'm 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 not in a hundred percent shape or form. Okay. Uh, as I've been before, it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take its time and uh, the time that it takes. Uh, I have to just accept it. I'm 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 training. I'm training fully. Uh, I'm training here in Sweden with a team of a friend of mine uh, on the highest level, uh, and I can see I'm I'm still. Uh, a couple of steps uh, in front of them. Uh, they they they're not on my level, but. Uh, physically, uh, obviously, they're in better shape, and uh, I have to get there. Right. So I'm, I'm I'm working on it right uh, right now. And and so does that mean uh, it's pronounced it for me one more time? The current club Razorspor. Re- Re- yeah, Razorspor. Are you so you are currently with this club? That's you're in still on their team, or is this new club? No, 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 no. We uh, we. Um, we uh, mutually uh, uh, parted ways. Okay. Uh, I basically uh, almost almost got all my money that that they had to pay me for the whole season. 
um, they wanted to bring a striker who was ready to play because they were in a bad position uh, in the January uh, transfer window, uh, which I totally understand. That's that's the reason why we uh, mutually uh, parted ways. I could stay there and like uh, not be able to train or, and uh, yeah, g- get all my money. But uh, yeah, so that's how did that? How does that work then when something like that happens? Is it a clause, an injury clause? You still get paid or you how, like, how does that work in terms of injury? Well, I, uh, uh, at the time that I was still there, I still got paid, you know, I get uh, paid every month. Uh, uh, although in my contract, it said like, uh, if I get injured longer than three months, they have the right to not pay. But uh, they promised me. Um, they promised me they would pay, and they paid everything until now. That's that's yeah. I mean, well, that's that's good of them because I mean, yeah, obviously that's something that's not in you know it's not in your control and it's a tricky situation. But that's uh, something you're you're working through. And what's the plan now? Then what's your what is the goal for you now? Because you said you hope you have a few more years left to give. What would be an ideal situation for you? Well, I, I just want to uh, have some things going on right now or going on uh, that I have planned. Um, and uh, I just want to give it one more shot to reach the highest level of my uh, abilities and to see where I, where I can end up. And that might be... Premier League, Bundesliga, Italy. I just want, I want to give it uh, one more shot and go all in <clears throat> and, and see uh, if I can uh, reach that level. Because in my mind, I can I can play on that level. I just, you know, need to force myself to a chance. And uh, I've, I've got some good contacts uh, who might uh, help me with that. Well, I there is a the Miami Football Club Beckham is involved. There's a MLS. You like Miami? That could be a future. Uh, is that a possibility? Is MLS how? how uh, you can give my number to them straight away. They can call me um, uh, immediately. I'll be there. Yeah, that would be that would be a fun way to end out the career, right? And the US absolutely one of those one of those clubs. I mean, the MLS seems to be growing a lot. Like they this expanded new teams. I think they're over thirty teams and it, it's you know franchising it's it seems like it's it's really growing it's and that which is great because american football is obviously for a bit behind the curve in general but it seems like they're really making a lot of strides in general with the youth systems and doing things the right way yeah they have been growing amazingly uh, the last couple of years i, I I've, I've been following uh, the mls for for uh, for a long time now uh, i was close to sign uh, for mls team uh, a couple of years ago uh, uh, even and I have a lot of friends playing there now as well uh, in the MLS. So it's it's going upwards. Trajectory, trajectory is good. Do you feel that the US could win a World Cup in the next four to five World Cups? I mean, it's kind of hard to predict in this many years ahead. But where do you feel like USA soccer is on the um, on the map? You think like who wins a World Cup first, USA or Sweden? in our lifetime or, or how I guess Holland is obviously they, they're uh, a powerhouse, but like, let's take Sweden versus USA. Who has a more realistic shot of winning? Uh, they, they can't. Uh, uh, no, both of them won't win it anytime soon. I think, although they have uh, nice generations coming up, young players, uh, both, both, both Sweden and, and, and the U S uh, but I don't see them competing with the big uh, big teams what is your i have my opinion what do you believe is the reason the usa dominant athletes 
NBA, best best league in the world, NFL, best league in the world for the sport, Major League Baseball, all these major sports, NHL, four of the most popular sports, I guess four of the five, you know, and then in the football and in, in American or soccer, they just, you know, it takes time or whatnot. But what do you think the reason is that the MLS or the America, like let's take the World Cup. Why is the USA so far behind um, where they're so powerful in so many other sports? Uh, development. I, I think the the general uh, development of the game itself uh, of the game itself uh, has been uh, way higher in uh, in other countries because because it's been such a big sports in uh, sport in uh, in the other countries right. and uh, if uh, if soccer would be uh, a major sport in uh, in the US uh, for like uh, 50 years or 60 years I would definitely think uh, that it would be a top team yeah, I, I mean, that's to me, that's always the answer is the best athletes are playing these other sports. If LeBron James grew up playing soccer, he'd be, you know, imagine him being able to play like Messi and that kind of build, like you would be <laughs> crazy. So it's like, yeah, I think that just, you know, you spread around the best athletes, these other sports first, and then kind of, uh, I think that's a big reason. But yeah, for sure, development as well. Like I, they have these things called academies now, uh, which I know it's, it's basically what, what is going on with Ajax and all these other clubs, right? They have their youth systems. They develop the player from the start. Now I think they're starting to do that uh, in a lot of the, the states in the U.S. where I think that's going to help a lot. I, I actually played against the academy. I think it's IGM. Yeah, IMG. in Bradenton, Florida. Yeah, Exactly, in, in Florida. We were in yeah. training camp in Fort Lauderdale, and we played against them, uh, I think uh, it was in, outside of Tampa, uh, yeah. if, I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So, uh, that, you know, in the U.S., they have uh, so big opportunities with uh, facilities and, uh, and everything uh, and the financial uh, power to, to do anything they basically want. Uh, it's just, you know, you need to have the knowledge and, and, and the right people to, uh, to start those uh, education yes. and uh, academies. Yeah, absolutely. My, my dad also asking, can tell, he, he doesn't ask questions on our podcast. He's fascinated, but he wants to know about analytics and professional soccer change the game at all. Do you, are you following statistics? Um, are you doing, is there a lot of work on camera film? Are you, are you studying some of that or do you, does that clubs put a lot of preparation in this stuff? Yeah, well, uh, lately uh, a lot of clubs have been uh, uh, starting uh, to use uh, GPS uh, tracking uh, to see how uh, how much uh, you run. Uh, in which areas you run. Uh, obviously, with filming, uh, film analytics, uh, almost every club uh, have them. Right. Um, I as a as a player myself, I watch every game. After every game, I watch my game back uh, to analyze what I did right, what I did wrong, yeah. uh, what I can do better, and so on. Uh, what I have to work on. Um, and there are many, many more uh, who do so. But uh, uh, clubs in general, they 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 are going with the technology. Uh, I I just don't think. Um, you have to steer blind on uh, on the uh, on the statics uh, because a lot of things that you do on the pitch uh, don't show on the stats. Right, that makes that makes sense as well. And are you critical of your game? Do you look back and say, "Oh man, I should have done this better"? Like I, this was not good. Or are you? Oh yeah, 
you're you're pretty hard on yourself pretty oh yeah um, i i have to i mean uh, i've learned it uh, along along the way uh, in my career that uh, you have to be you you have to be hard uh, hard uh, for yourself you know you have to look in the mirror and say listen this this is what you did wrong this is what you did right this is what you have to work on this is what you have to get better so uh, no no i'm not shy uh, at all I, i'm hard to myself that's um that's good. So you're, 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 yeah, you're a student of the game. You want to continually yeah. progress and get better. What was there any breakthrough like any, you know, in poker? Uh, I think it's, it's pretty amazing. Actually, the similarities that I see between poker, the mental side and, and football, soccer um, and, and just sort of, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very highs and lows too. You got to be pretty balanced because there's games where you play. I'm sure you're like, man, I stunk. Like, I didn't do anything. I couldn't get the ball. I was lethargic. And there's games where you're like electric. And you're like, man, put me in. Like I should be in the Syria. So, you know, being able to sort of stay even keeled when you're high, when you're playing well or not, you know, have you ever had some pretty big funks? Like it's, you know, similar to like poker. There's times where you go on a bad run in tournaments and I'm thinking, man, am I doing, am I playing bad? There's variance. Like, is it, was it unlucky? Uh, you have to be able to sort of uh, stay, sh- you know, shift and stay neutral. Do you have, um, do you ever have some funks like where spells where you're just like, man, I don't know if I'm, not playing well i'm not scoring no but i have i've i've had uh, like a series of games where i just don't score i i just can't hit the net and uh, uh, it's a mental thing you know it's going to sit in your head um I've had it when I uh, when I came to Sweden first. I was playing so well, but I, I couldn't score goals, and uh, it took me three three games. I think three games I didn't score, and then I, sc- I scored such an ug- ug- such an ugly goal. It was like uh, a rebound, and the the defender missed it, and I uh, just shot it, and it went on the goalkeeper, and it went in. And from there on, I started to score goals, you know, yeah. uh, even though it was an ugly goal and it was lucky and and all of that. From there on, I was just it was just going up and up. I, I don't even want to go this route, but I, I would say that's similar, you know, back in the single days. If you could, you know, you were you're having a drought with the ladies. Sometimes they don't have to get the, the prettiest girl in the world, but sometimes you can just, you know, get things back back into the right you know what I'm saying? We'll just exactly, keep, yeah, keep, yeah. Sometimes you got you got to get on the board. Exactly. So, all right. Well, yeah. Let's not go down that path. But uh, you're you're happily married. Me as well. We have children. Um, things are things are good. You're recovering from an injury, and you are you're ready to rock. You're ready to put in one more good stint here, and hopefully, when will you? When do you think you'll find out about where you may be next? Uh, well, it, it all depends on uh, on the Corona virus uh, when it's going to be over and uh, when uh, sports are getting uh, getting uh, uh, started. We're gonna we're gonna cover that as well for sure because that's very inter- It's a very unique situation where in our time you never see like the whole world of sports stop. Sports betting it's so such an intricate part of people's lives. Action sports center. You know, it's like. I'm not really watching TV in general, like, but you know, can you imagine if that, like your day to day, you want to watch sports of some kind, there's nothing, it's reruns. It's like kind of crazy, right? Like there's nothing going on. So what, how has this impacted? Um, how has this impacted the football world? Cause I Syria and stuff. They were talking about playing games behind closed doors, St- coronavirus. I think there was an outbreak on Juventus. I don't know. All yeah. the, any, any your world and club and teammates and people, you know, have anyone had it? Uh, no, uh, to be honest, I don't know anybody who has Corona 
uh, and like yesterday, I got to hear from a friend that he knows somebody for the first time. He knows somebody uh, who has it. I know plenty of people. It's definitely, you know, it's like I have a handful of guys, like even Gary, you know, who he plays. Oh, yeah. He had it like three or four guys in this other poker game. I know had it. Um, you know, I, you were, we were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago and you were at a casino, right? A week yeah. ago and playing like, I mean, you know, it's, uh, that's not, that, those are places where it can spread. I mean, that's why I think it's showing that the world hasn't like fully sort of locked down and, and take, not the same, it doesn't take serious, but I know in Sweden, in certain areas, it's just not, there's not really any cases or very few, right? Yeah, there is very few in, uh, in in most places in in Sweden, it's more uh, like in Stockholm uh, and uh, and Gothenburg, where where it's uh, mostly, uh, and those are the big cities. But uh, I have the yeah. Well, how do you, I have the feeling that uh, people really uh, don't don't care that much here? Right. Because a lot, a lot of people are still out there sitting on uh, cafes and uh, drinking their beer and uh, enjoying the sun. Uh, the social distancing uh, is uh, a minimum uh, at this uh, at this moment. I think in in Sweden. Uh, at the same time, me and me and my family, we we keep ourselves at home. And uh, I, I've been, I've been training. Uh, I've been training with the team, you know. And uh, nobody had had it. I think they made some tests uh, recently. And, and well, when you guys are when you guys are training, are are anyone wearing masks? Are you trying to keep it no. just playing normal? No. Are you giving no, fun? Just... People hanging out, same old. Yeah, you know, when you come in, you yeah. like yeah. elbow elbow each other instead of giving each other a hand or yeah. whatever. Okay. Uh, but that's basically it. When they everybody when they come in, they they wash their hands and uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, and uh, so a ghost of M here, who's my main moderator on Twitch, uh, the man right here. He asks, "What's the oldest somebody could get signed to start for the first time in a professional club? Could we see Jeff starting for Bayern or Toronto? Like, how old do you have to be? What What is it too old? Like someone just showed up and like out of nowhere signed a professional contract? Because normally you sign when you're twenty, twenty one, twenty two. But are there guys that like come in at thirty or twenty five or twenty seven and they just?" Sorry. No, I, um, the coach, the 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 coach that uh, had me made my uh, make my debut. Uh, he said exactly these words to me: "If you're good enough, then you're old enough." Yeah. So basically, what he's saying is, it doesn't matter how old you are, as long as you have the qualities to play. And uh, I mean. Anybody can get signed. I mean, nowadays, 15, 16 years old, uh, year old uh, guys have uh, major contracts in, in England. It's crazy. Um, but that doesn't mean that they will play in the first team. Right. It's more that they, they sign them uh, to, to have them under contract uh, for, the, for the potential that they, they have. Right. Well, we do our World Cup each summer in Vegas. I know we talked about this. This is asking, do you think it would be unfair? Uh, poker players drafted the footballers for the Las Vegas World Cup. Um, like, do you, do you what, how, how much, how big of a, I mean, would we just, we got to have you basically. Are you going to be able to play any of these uh, in the future? Will you be in the in Vegas, let's say next year, not this year, um, for July? Like, what, what's your time frame? you can be in Vegas? Because I think we just missed it. We were trying to have you come play and then you. you yeah. Were, I was, I was leaving. I was leaving like a week, uh, a week before. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I want to play. 
Uh, I mean, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of professional f- uh, football players uh, are in Vegas uh, during the summer, and uh, we always find each other uh, to to go and hang out and play uh, play some uh, friendly games against each other. So uh, I, I would definitely be in uh, for for the World Cup, uh, and I don't think it's unfair. I think uh, I, I I would I would honestly think it's more fun for you for the uh, for the amateur guys to play with the. Uh, uh, with the professionals, let's you know? lock it in. I mean, USA. We'll just we'll, we'll bring you to USA because I don't think there's a a Sweden or a Morocco team uh, club. But we'll, we'll you can you can play with us. We did we've won it a few times, so I don't know if we need. I've, I've, I've seen some highlights of you, man. Yeah. I've seen some highlights. Yeah, we would have fun. skills. We'd be able to we'd be able to have some fun. Um, another question: Who are the best footballers you've played with? You mentioned a couple names, but played against or with uh, in the Syria. You got to play, or in Turkey, you're playing against the high-level teams as well, and, and players. Who's who's some of the best you've played with and against? Uh, f- uh, for me, the best player I played with is Samir Nasri. Nasri. Samir Nasri, Nasri is is the absolute uh, best player I, I have played with. Uh, I played in Manchester City, Arsenal, uh, Marseille, and we played together in uh, Antalya Sport. Is just uh, outstanding. And uh, the best player I played against uh, has to be uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, what was uh, what? Where was that? That was playing in a Sweden in a league. In no, Sweden. no, no. He, uh, when he was playing in Milan, he was playing in Milan. I was playing in Cagliari. So oh, we played okay. against each other in the Serie. A. Nice. That's pretty cool. He's definitely a he's a quite a personality as well. Uh, fun oh, guy and amazing. He has a great time. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I man, that's so it's so it really is. It's fun. It's fun to hear, you know, it's to go through the journey and just where you're at, obviously coming off an injury. So we, we're, you know, wishing you to the MLS. I hope you come to that MLS and in the US, but wherever you end up landing, you know, we're going to wish you success. Let's uh, let's take some let's take some of the questions because there are a lot. But before we actually, last thing I want to say about the COVID-19, when do you anticipate this being back? Cause this is a big deal. A lot of guys that are playing professional, you know, you're talking about the highest clubs in Barcelona and they're giving 70% of their contract, this and that, and the clubs and the whole ecosystem of a club. But you know, how about, let's just take hacking where, where you are currently the area like that club what kind of impact does that have on clubs like sweden turkey of these these football clubs that aren't operating they're not selling tickets they're not well, well, no no they they uh, no they don't it, it basically stands still uh, and they have like a, uh, a system here uh, that covers up like uh, 90% of the salaries of uh, of the players mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think it's only for a short period Right. I don't know exactly if it's for three months, four months. They're saying that it might not be back till 2021 sports and stuff. What, what, what happens? Uh, what's your, what's, when is your guess when let's just take a few of the clubs. Uh, let's just take the, the Turkish league and the Swedish league. When do they start playing live games again? And is it with, Behind closed doors, no fans. What's your? No, I think I, I think that's the first step. I think the first step will be uh, without fans uh, playing, uh, having all the players tested, all the staff tested, uh, and uh, the people who work in the club, so you can run that uh, run that operation. Um, uh, then I, I, I think, uh, to be honest, I think it's going to be uh, until uh, next season, next football season, uh, will be possibly with uh, without fans 
and then uh, when everything is under control I, I i don't have a clue when it's going to be under control you know um and i'm i might not be the only one but uh, i know it's a dangerous virus uh, but I, I i don't know why i just don't believe uh, that much in it right yeah i, I it's it's a complicated situation no doubt it's very 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 uncertain times and unfortunate but hopefully everything will be better when it we move Absolutely. out things will be learned and, and and it moves on so let's uh Let's dive in here, man. A lot of questions. I mean, I'm surprised there's so many because it's such a poker dominant group. But, you know, people love uh, they love their questions. They want to know what's going on. So let, let's go through here. Um, how so has your life been changed with the coronavirus specifically or not? Not yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I'm playing PlayStation and training just like before. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. I want to. I want to look here uh, as well. You, you obviously Twitch is a big part of my routine, and you actually have a Twitch username and handle. Is this this is you playing here? This is a no, this is one of my teammates uh, that I had at that moment. Okay, but are you so you are actually are you on camera? Are you just showing your game? Or are you on video? No, I'm just um, I'm just on uh, on, on the mic. Uh, I actually haven't uh, installed uh, any camera on my uh, on my PlayStation yet because I'm sitting on my uh, computer at the moment. Okay. But uh, the pl- the plan is to put a camera so people can see me as well. But and the chat is up while you're live and you oh yeah yeah talk the whole thing. So you so you believe in Twitch? You like it? And you're oh yeah you're, yeah, you're yeah, in- yeah I like it. It's fun. That's cool. All right. Um, so you do stream on Twitch, guys. Give him a follow right there, uh, Al Kabir Ten. So you know when he is ready, get the notifications on him and be ready for that. How how uh, how would you say poker and well, gaming, poker and and soccer? Why do you think you like those things? Are those safe to say those are three of your favorite sort of hobbies or pastimes? Competing. Competing. I think it's competing. Uh, yeah. Um, winning i don't know i i have a thing for uh for it uh i'm uh i'm a competitor i like to win okay i i, I get it it's i'm the same way right it's like all these things i like as well i played video games i played poker i played soccer it's uh there's a mental aspect there's that you have control to a lot of degree it's it's fun but there's also luck a nice combination of skill and luck um so if someone's asking have your workouts been canceled due to a virus you basically say no you've actually been training and nothing has changed is, is that does that surprise you a bit because of, of like the other all the major leagues and stuff or oh, that, 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 and stuff like it's just like it's like right now is juventus are they training are they together and doing stuff no no they are training uh they're training on video call uh my friend uh, who plays in Cagliari now they they do the same thing they're on f- uh, video call uh, being on on bicycle or on the yoga mat and uh, doing exercises together with a physiotherapist or a physical uh, coach uh, of the team uh, that's what uh, most of the teams uh, do by the way the the guys who uh, who had uh, corona in uh, in um, and Juventus are are fully uh, recovered, so that's uh, I've I've just uh, to be honest I just seen a lot of positive uh, things about the the athletes that have been uh, 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 how do you call it uh, that had the the, the COVID nineteen uh, that they all had uh, have been uh, recovered by uh, of it, so uh, that's good. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, the me the media in my eyes, the media is too much on the negative uh, things and uh, way too little for, uh, on the positive things because there are happening a lot of a lot of pos- uh, positive things uh, with the people who have the who have the virus or had the virus and recovered from it, you know. And I mean, uh, all the negative things it spreads fear uh, into people, and um, it's just unnecessary. For sure. What what is uh, what's your favorite soccer club? Ajax, obviously. Ajax. That's, that's my that's my number one club. There you go. What are the similarities you see between football and poker? Um, I think that it's way harder than people think, right. because uh, I mean. As a professional football uh, football player, uh, what people see is like the the game on the weekends is what they see, uh, while they don't see the the six other days what you do and what you put into it and uh, how much you invest into it. And I think it's the same with, with poker the the hour the so many hours that you study and uh, and uh, review uh, your your hands uh, to get better. Uh, they might just see you uh, winning tournaments and like, hey, how does he do it? How does he do it? But all the hours that you put into it, uh, they basically don't see it. So right. I think that's that's one of the similarities. And yeah, it's about winning. You know, it's it's a sport itself. I think uh, poker uh, people don't see it as a sport yet. I th- I think, but uh, it basically is, in my opinion. Absolutely. What what's the favorite? What's your what's the top league right now? Who which which of the four? Premier League is the best one? Absolutely. Give it a scale, 1 to 100. So if a Premier League is 100 in terms of the top, and rate the other major ones. Like, actually, give me all the – give me, like, Bundesliga, Syria, uh, um, La Liga, and then give me the MLS and the, the Turkish and the Sweden. Give me, like, some some scales so we can have an um, I would say, I would say number uh, – we'll take it from uh, 1 to 10. Um, number one would be uh, England – um Sp- spain number two uh germany bundesliga number three italy number four and then uh france number five i would put uh, turkey number six um i would put mls number seven and then sweden number eight i would put let me put holland Ho- holland number seven MLS number eight and Sweden number nine, and then you have all kinds of uh, competitions, obviously. And 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 Holland with IX, Feyenoord, right? Is there what? What are the other top clubs there right now? PSV, uh, oh, yeah. right? AZ Alkmaar is doing really well. Uh, they've been champions a couple of times in the last ten years. Right. Um, those are the big teams. How big of like? And some of these these countries, though, that are like Holland or Turkey that have Galatasaray and some others, how big a disparity really is it? Because even in the Premier League and the Bundesliga and the in the Serie A, like there's always usually like two to three or four clubs that are pretty dominant. Is it similar in all the leagues? Like, is it because the drop off between the one and the twenty has got to be pretty? That, uh, that's that's the that's the fun part in uh, in England. Uh, any team can beat any team. I mean, obviously Liverpool has been on an amazing season this season. But um, they lost against Watford, 
or yeah, they lost against Watford, you know, which is the last team in the in, in the league. Watford yeah, City was five thousand to one to win the Premier League, and they won, which is the craziest thing of all time. Exactly, exactly. So that, that's that's the beautiful thing about uh, the Premier League. That's why I, I I rank it as number one. Obviously, there are big teams and uh, strong teams, uh, but uh, the level is so high uh, that for me it's an obvious thing that it's number one. Yeah. Um, and then you know in Sp- in Spain it's uh, in Spain it's really you can you can see the big teams are are way better than the the, the other teams. You have Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, and Sevilla, which are way better than the other teams. Right, and it's obvious in 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 Italy it's not that. You have the big teams like uh, Milan, Inter. Uh, Milan at the moment is like shit. Uh, to be honest, but uh, you you have Juventus that have been dominating for the last ten years. Yeah, uh, they won like eight eight championship. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. Uh, do you think they're going to finish the seasons, or what's going to happen with the results in the in the the league? Because I I've seen bits and bobs, but I haven't followed it super closely. Like, are they going to finish out the Serie A season, or they- I, I think I think every every um, every uh, every league. Uh, wants to finish it. It obviously will be without fans if they uh, decide to uh, finish it. But uh, you know, for example, Liverpool—if they cancel the season—that's so. That's. I don't think that's fair. You know, because Liverpool is like ahead with uh, twenty-six points, and if they cancel the season, that would be uh, uh, no title for them. And they are—they've been waiting a long, long time for uh, for a title. Uh, but I, th- I think they they would want to finish the season. I don't I don't know if it's realistic though if it if it takes too much time with this uh, coronavirus. Right. Okay. And uh, someone asked, do you like samba? Do you, what about Brazil? Do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have uh, yeah. I, I, oh yeah. I I've had a lot of uh, a lot of Brazilian uh, friends, man, that I played with. So uh, oh yeah, I love it. And believe me, in the in the locker room, uh, is it's a lot of samba. Yeah. What what um what is the favorite football stadium you've played at? Was Galatasaray or anywhere that was just like the most electric atmosphere? No, the 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 most uh, the most impressive stadium that I played in is uh, San Siro against uh, AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, I've I've played in a lot of big stadiums, Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, even Al Ahli. We had sixty six thousand people in the stands, man. It was a full stadium, totally new. Uh, I've played in uh, Stadio Olimpico in Rome. Uh, I played Juventus Stadium. Um, uh, I played in in Hamburg, which is also a beautiful stadium. Uh, I played in Moscow. Uh, also a beautiful stadium. So I have played in a lot of big, beautiful stadiums, but San Siro is the is for me the number one. That's cool. Uh, that's yeah, I mean that is pretty exciting, right? To be able to say you played in these, it's uh, it's that's that's amazing. Um, what what do you think about Neymar? Where does he rank in the uh, all this uh, all this? The, 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 he's sort of always right there. He's younger too, though, right? He's significantly younger than Ronaldo and Messi, so. I forget. Maybe is he twenty four or five six? Like he's young. Um, he's, I think he's twenty five, twenty six, something. Yeah. So, do you think he'll be? Is he going to be the best player in the world at some point, or once he's is he next in line? Or 
I I I think so. It's it's him and uh, and Mbappe so who who are uh, next in line. I think uh, there are so many good players at the moment, but uh, these guys are uh, extraordinary men. They are something else. And um, uh, at the moment, for me, it's Messi, uh, Ronaldo, and then you have uh, Neymar, Mbappe, and uh, and some other great players. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mbappe. Really, I mean, they they had quite a year uh, with the winning the World Cup, and and obviously he sort of shot on to the uh, superstar level. Um, yeah, crazy. Who do you think wins the next World Cup? Oh, uh, that's a good one. Come on, you really? got it right, man. This is I'm gonna we're gonna play this back. You're gonna you got you got to nail this. I'll go for Holland. Holland, okay. Yeah. Where where do they rank right now in the overall? Um, uh, I think they're ranked like seven or eight, but uh, they should be way higher. They have they have a very very talented uh, generation at the moment, and they have been playing very 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 good. So uh, I'm looking forward to see what uh, what they can bring to the table. Very, very, very true. I, they're definitely, they got a chance, you know, they definitely have, well, they're one of the ones that can win it for, for sure. Who's your favorite premier league team and why? Uh, it used to be Arsenal or it used to be, it's still, uh, I just don't enjoy, uh, them playing at the moment. Uh, the reason why is the 2004 invincibles, uh, with Cherry Henry, uh, Robert Pires, Bergkamp, uh, Jungberg, Fiera, that team uh, impressed me so much that I became a fan of the club and uh, and, and of the coach, uh, the way they played the football. Uh, and um, yeah, it's been uh, a little bit downward since uh, Arsene Wenger left. I, I, I was actually at the last game at Highbury between Man United and Arsenal. I, was, I got to see uh, Thierry Henry and then Rio Ferdinand battle and like it tied zero zero but that game was it was it was sick it was like you know going Crazy. to high very deal actually after the game because so my i used to go to a bunch of games uh west ham united back this was like 2006 so they were in the top i don't know if they're still in the top i think they might be in the top league the, yeah they're they're they in the top league kind of like towards what you know that so one of my best friends best friend was anton ferdinand and his brother okay. but i remember after that game we went to the game and then everyone got on the bus to go back to man uh to manchester but rio stayed off the bus and then i shared a cab with him we went to mcdonald's and then went oh, out to nightclub and would hang with him and it was and him and his brother and it was just like crazy london oh, experience huh? yeah i mean it was you know this was like oh six the top of uh prime of his career and shit. It was crazy times, man. Like I, I seen the, the fanaticy of, I don't know if that's a word, but fanatic, the people, the sports in this European football, how much it lives. The premier, they're just so it's like, it's actually like the movie green street hooligans was actually about West Ham. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very intense. You know, people are really passionate and, and oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's like that in Turkey. And I know many other places in Europe. So that's, that's really cool that, that uh, you get to see and be a part of that. Um, do you have a do you have a difficulty juggling the passion for poker while playing football, or is it just poker is always kind of like there on the side? It's like a thing you mess around with and kill it. Yeah, the- yeah, exactly. That's that's uh, basically how it is. Uh, it's it's a thing on the side, you know. Uh, I, I love it, but uh, there is a time for it, and uh, and uh, football is uh, is the priority. 
Absolutely. This is an interesting question here. I don't know if you can read it. I'll read it out loud. He says, hello, Mustafa, as you played for Ali, the Saudi Arabia in Sagan Tosu in Japan. Can you compare this two leagues, please? Lots of solid European players decide to play for such leagues, mostly because of money, I believe. But can you compare the soccer level between this two leagues can you give us like a look at the, the talent level in these leagues oh yeah the J- japanese league is a really high um a real high quality uh league uh i would even say it's better than the mls to be honest uh, really? but i don't know if you can compare it because it's it's two different styles they they play a different style in japan uh, at the same time saudi arabia has been the the, the top league in uh, in asia so um those obviously a lot of players go there for for the for the big uh, big amount of money that they can earn but uh, it's it's a good competition don't uh, don't forget that uh, there are a lot of quality players in both of the countries Right. What what do you think about the Qatar World Cup? I mean, this is a big controversy. FIFA, money type of different deals. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? Like the 2022, I believe. Is that right? Or yeah. They're talking about, or I think, I don't know if it's still, are they moving it to the winter time, I think, or something? But it's. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think they're going to just have it in the in the summer. But uh, I heard all, uh, all of it. But I mean, it's what, 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 what do we know? Right. Yeah, it's complicated. It's also, I mean, the fact that the, it's like 120 degrees though during the day in these stadiums and stuff, and it's like they're gonna have to have air condition on the fields, and it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, that, that, not to mention they build these stadiums, these billion dollar stadiums that'll never be used again. I mean, it's it's pretty. No, uh, they will be used. I mean, they have they have their uh, their uh, own competition, but I mean, yeah, they. But what are you gonna have? Gonna have a sixty thousand stadium. No, exactly. They build it. They build it for the thousand people in it. It's kind of crazy, but yeah. No, they 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 obviously build it for the World Cup. You know, money talks in in most of the places. That's just the world we live in and uh, it's not much we can uh, change about it yeah okay fair enough are you are you plan to attend that do you have you gone to any world cups before no i was close to signing uh, in qatar but uh-oh guys ryan we're winding down the podcast and we lost mo for a second unless that's my internet which is possible uh oh his laptop died um well, we're almost done. We've actually answered most of the questions. We could cut it there unless he can get him. Uh, unless we get him back, we might get him back. Um, you know what? Honestly, that was the end. Um, that was literally it. I have. There's a couple more questions. Favorite football team? Why do you like PLO better? Um, but we essentially were winding it out. And it's not a big deal because Mustafa is great guy. He really, I appreciate the time. We were basically answered almost every question. So we will do the competition retweet. Let me just pull that up quickly. And if he comes back on, then that will be great. If not, we can pick the $55 party poker winner. Um, uh, let me just hear. He's texting me because his laptop died, but I'm going to go over here and I'm going to take this tweet. We're going to copy the link. Normally we let the guest do it, but here we can just go ahead and pick it. Um, let me just talk with them. 
so here we go. We're going to close it out. I'm not sure we're going to back on. We want to thank Mustafa for his time. I think we really got a good inside perspective of what it's like to be a footballer, to be a professional athlete. Also cool that he likes poker, shares a passion with that. I played some cash games with him. Actually, he's in one of our vlogs, the one with Phelps playing cash at the win. He was there, and you can check that out as well. That's on my YouTube channel. Let's pick this $55 winner, and then we will close it out. So right here, we see a winner. Andre Max 78, you are going to win. Let's give them the message. I think that's it, guys. We have got 59. I got a very special guest, another non-poker guest next week. I think Charlie Carell we're going to try to uh, sort out to get on Epiphany 7-7. And we have some other some other really cool lineup guests in the future. So, again, guys, thank you so much. That was podcast number 59 with Mustafa El-Kabir, who is an absolute uh, pleasure to have on. So, thank you guys so much. And, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to open up the guest categories, not just to poker, and we'll keep it rolling. And I will see you on a Twitch stream very soon, if not today, Saturday and Sunday, TV with whole cards face up. Thanks again. Appreciate everybody in our sponsor, Party Poker. We'll see you guys on the next podcast. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.